The Coyotes demolished the Ducks at the last game of the preseason, and now a bunch of players have been banished to Tucson. Let's talk about it. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, the number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Today's episode brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code Locked On NHL. Get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper terms of use for details. I'm your host, Robin Leonio, on this episode of Locked On Coyotes, alongside Matthew Jacobson. We want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube, the SiriusXM radio app, and ad-free on Amazon Music. We had a great show in today's episode because we're going to talk about the preseason finale, Matthew, of mm-hmm. the Arizona Coyotes versus Anaheim Ducks in Tucson, which we went down to the cover um, and had a fun time. Yeah, it was actually my first ever hockey game as credentialed media. Uh, funny, funny little side note. Uh, I got to be credential media for three different arena football games. Got recognized uh, for my arena football stuff. I never would have never suspected arena football before hockey. Awesome experience to finally cover hockey, though. Seriously. Uh, too bad I will not be allowed back because uh, that, that McBain goal, that backhand pass to McBain, I made a little noise. I had to, I had to force my mouth closed there because... Uh, it, it's hard to not be a fan, you know. It, it's hard to not get excited. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you this: it's uh, you know, I can never see it as the same way. Whenever I go as a fan, it's hard for me to be a fan because I'm now because I've I've seen it through the eyes of media. Um, mm-hmm. So I, you know, I hate to have pro- you know brought that on you, but welcome to the world of media, Matthew. <laughs> um, it's. It's the way it is, but it's also really awesome because look at this, Matthew. How often can you say, you know, yeah, sure, you can be a fan, but how often can you say that, you know, you get to be real up close and personal on a pretty, you know, frequent basis with uh, Michael Carcone and Andre Torne and, you know, other Coyotes players? Yeah, no, it was weird. As we were doing our little uh, our little post-game show, I was looking over. I don't know if you guys could tell. I'll go back and watch the show and – and comment on it. I was staring over, I think, Matias Michelli and Yusto Valimaki. And then a bunch of, I think, the Ducks players were also, like, exiting through the same hallway. So, like, it's weird that we're just casually allowed down there. It's, like, <laughs> by the players. And they don't care. They're like, yeah, no, they're media. Who cares? We're just, we're just chilling. Like, any other context. I'm just, I'm just a nobody YouTuber, guys. All right, any other context. Like, what is this guy doing? Call security. I don't. I don't think you can officially use the term "nobody YouTube" anymore, Matthew. You've <laughs> you you you've you, you've stuck your phone as a recorder in front of of Andre Torigny. So I also froze up. I I was gonna ask him because I have my notepad in my right hand. I'm holding it with my left the phone with my left hand. I wanted to a- raise my hand to ask him. Hey, I know it's just preseason. I don't want to put too much stock into it. But there's a lot of sloppy penalties. Do you think that? Needs to get cleaned up. You're forming bad habits, or just it's a rivalry game for the preseason. It is what it is. And I just froze. I I literally I, look, just froze. Look, <laughs> I will tell you this as someone who has only gotten out of out of journalism college. Um, you know, if pretty fairly recently, while I was still a student, 
I face the same stuff and I still occasionally will freeze up before asking a question because sometimes like I overthink the question or, you know, just, well, I mean, I mean, now it's at the point which overthinking the question, um, you know, back when I was still a student, it was kind of a little bit of that starstruck, but also like, holy crap, I'm here. Um, so like I said, welcome to, you know, welcome to the arena. Like like Craig and and Browner, they're, they're just they're so natural at this. Like they they had. I mean, they've Craig been had multiple for, questions lined up. Been Browner doing had it. multiple questions. Well, they've been doing it for years. <laughs> let's, look, let's look at this way. Um, I've done this again enough times that where I've been able to ask questions because I know the questions exactly I want to ask going into a thing. Um, as a Tucson Roadrunners reporter, I've got a chance to talk to a lot of um, Roadrunners players and now Coyotes players. Mm-hmm. Um, you get used to it. You get used to it. I I, I sure hope so because uh, I I I I felt like a like, like the odd odd like the odd man like the, the ugly duckling. It was weird <coughs> being allowed that close to Craig Morgan and he's not looking over his shoulder like the hell are you doing there, yeah. bud? Yeah. <laughs> well, let, 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 you know, let, let's get to a little more of that though. Kind of just get some you know some any final thoughts is you know we've had about we've now had about twenty four hours to let it let it settle let the dust settle on the game. Um, and so a couple other thoughts that maybe you might bring up, um, maybe some notes, maybe you listen back to any, um, to those interviews that we had with Carconi and Torine, um, and said, Hey, you know, this something, that's something that stuck out. And I think that, you know, there's something that we can talk about because there's a lot of different things you can, a lot of different routes you can go on. Nope. Because, uh, <laughs> I, I already know with how quiet they were, my, my phone is pretty awful. I'll have to make sure to actually bring the physical recorder. My, my wife bought for me. I'll have to find it first, but I'll have to bring that next time. Uh, but I do want, want to note this. All right? I, I think I might have said that it was an O'Brien pass to McBain. It was a Carcone pass, just in case I, I said that incorrectly. That was just a ridiculous you know, one-timer, uh, basically from behind the net, essentially, backhand pass to McBain. Um, but some of these takeaways are Dumbo looked better than I thought. But just I, I Because he's had the injury <laughs> issues and he's getting up there a little bit, I know he's only 29. I get it, but like, you know, when you start thinking about it from the National Hockey League perspective, it almost feels like 28, 29 is old to an extent with how right. fast a lot of these kids are. He skated really well. And I'm, I'm impressed. To, and actually more excited about him as as a player as opposed to just a name. Um, Dursey, that that, <laughs> that that shot has some mustard to it. That and Krause's shot uh, later on in the game. So I, I want to see a lot more of, of Dursey goals from the point. Excuse me. Uh, and then Logan Cooley, just one more time, reiterate it, the maturity, just the, the beating the goalie and, and not, you know, being an idiot about it. He just essentially had that cocky look in his eye, but he's also like, I, I've, I've been here before. I'm going to do it again. And just skated over to the bench. Like stuff like that is going to stick out to me because it's just, like I said, the maturity. It, this this right. kid is 19 years old. I'm not even that mature. I'm almost 30. <laughs> i mean you're right look I, and i think that's the thing that's one of the things that is going to make help logan cooley stand out we i just i think we just saw like i think i saw it yesterday on a post i think it was on my way out of the tucson game maybe even it was even before it mm-hmm. where it was a post from i think someone on nhl network or some some other nhl national writer but I said, don't be surprised if Logan Cooley wins the Calder Trophy this year. He will. 
<laughs> and let's remember, let's remember, FanDuel has Logan Cooley's odds at plus 1,200 to win it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the second, that's the third, that's the, you know, the third best odds. But Connor Bedard's at minus 120, saying he's favored by a pretty decent amount, almost saying he's going to get it. Like, look, if you're looking for a good value pick, that's a good pick right there because it's because you're just watching what he's been able to do in just the preseason. And yes, it like you said in our rapid react, it is just the preseason, so let's not take too much stock in it. Mm-hmm. But it still gives us an idea of what we can see, and we'll probably see a little bit more once opening night comes within, uh, well, earlier, th- just er, you know, coming up later this week. Yeah, I, I'll just reiterate the same thing I told Craig. I got to talk to him briefly before I think Carcone came out, where I'm like, look, uh, I don't want to put too much stock into it, but with how, how what I've seen, 30 goals is seeming less and less unreasonable by the day. Like, I, I genuinely feel like he can hit it. I'm, like, right, I'm still going to yeah. stand by. I'm not guaranteeing it, but I wouldn't be surprised if the kid hits 30 goals this year. And it is, it, this is such an exciting time. If I mentioned that yet, Robin, if I, if I reiterated how exciting this is as a Coyotes fan. I think once or twice. No, two, three times. <laughs> two, three, maybe around there. Maybe around there. All right. But, you know, anyways, I want to give you maybe any final thought that you had from the game. I guess here's one thing I'll put out. I read, I said it in the rapid react, and I just want to say it again for those that don't listen on YouTube and they listen on, uh, or the, yeah, they don't listen on YouTube. They listen on anything else. I wanted to make it. I want to get it saying done. I love the fact that they're playing preseason games. You know, they're kind of trying to get more preseason games down in Tucson uh, because it's one. It's trying to help help the game in Tucson, even though they have the Roadrunners. And mm-hmm. two, it it, it allows it. You know, actual Tucson culture, what Tucson is known for, to be able to put itself on display to a lot more people who maybe don't come down as often from the valley to say, mm-hmm. hey, take it, you know, really embrace the Hispanic heritage, especially because right now, because preseason always happens during Hispanic Heritage Month. You get to see the mariachi, you get to see a lot of different things. And I, I personally enjoy that vibe, you know, as someone with a Latinx heritage, it to me, that means a lot. So, and also someone that lived in Tucson for seven years, but that's how old that, that that's just an added bit. But mm-hmm. I enjoy, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's, it's a fun atmosphere, and also uh, I, I made the the comment that Tucson is is pretty much North Mexico. It's a very heavy Hispanic population. Show you care about the population, and I appreciate that the Roadrunners do that. It's it's a logical thing to do that the people that you want to market to show them they matter, show them you care. Exactly. Well, we're going to continue this episode of Locked on Coyotes in just a sec. We are going to get to uh, talk about a little about Dylan Gunther, Maximilian Zuber, as well as a lot of other players who've gotten sent down to Tucson. Some players got called up. We will get to all of that in just a minute. But first, a quick word from our sponsors on today's show. And today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. The NHL season is finally here. Will the Vegas Golden Knights reign supreme again? I love the NHL, and you know I do too. And you and you know you do too. And that's why I want to tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is my go-to platform for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you have the chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy Sleeper has never been more excited, this exciting than it is now. Stars like 
you know, Connor McDavid and, and, and say Kale McCarr got Logan Cooley coming to the Arizona Coyotes. How more exciting can we get for that? Simply select more of an, you know, more or less based on their stats, goals, assists, points, saves, and more. And you just heard me. Coyotes fans, Sleeper offers you 100 times payouts, so start paying attention and make the right picks. You can win big. I know fan, you know, Sleeper is one of the places I love to do. I love making daily fantasy picks because, again, I can easily win some. You know, I, I've, I've gotten some pretty decent money off of it. I'm not going to, you know, disclose exactly what I do, but it's, it is a really fun place to, uh, to just have, to have some fun in your daily fantasy. Use the promo code locked on NHL and you get up to a hundred dollars a match your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Once again, that's locked on NHL. See sleepers in terms of use for details. All right, Matt, let's continue this episode of locked on coyotes. As we thank everyone once again for making this show their first listen every day. Let's let's talk about the the you know the next these this final round of roster cuts because as of the morning that all of you all everyone is listening to this episode, the final rosters are due for the regular season. So a lot of decisions had had to have been made by the Coyotes for uh, for their roster, including the a signing of Dylan Gunther to the Tucson Roadrunners, which mm-hmm. got a lot like it's interesting this because there's multiple different camps here. There's the camps of people who are head scratching. It's like, oh, I thought I thought Gunther had a good a good camp. And there's the other ones, you know, you and me and Craig and, you know, a lot of the really logical people here uh, are uh, are like, yeah, we saw this coming. And this is honestly the best decision for Gunther. Yeah. L- let me just uh, clarify for myself. Uh, I didn't necessarily um, think 100% he wouldn't be on the opening night roster, but I also f- knew is his roster spot wasn't guaranteed. And like I said, when we did our realistic expectation series, <laughs> I expect him to be about 50, 50. I also commented on Twitter earlier today that I don't expect him to be in Tucson all season. Uh, but also responding to a PHNX Coyotes tweet asking fans for their opinions, it's you let him dominate the AHL after that brief adjustment period and be 110% ready when it's, it's go time for the NHL. I, I think it's going to be perfect for his development. And it, as long as Gunther maintains that chip on his shoulder, because we already we heard the comments, right? If you pay attention to Craig's reporting, uh, when he got sent down to, to the WHL last year, he, he was he was very ticked off just to, to be a little more PG about it. He was very ticked off and he looked really good. Excellent. When he went back to the WHL, if you can have a JJ Mosier effect down in Tucson, where let's say he plays anywhere between 15 to 30 games and forces his way back. There you go. There, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see it. Although I am a little confused on how many forwards they have because the official roster shows exactly 12. So I do want to look at the, at the cat friendly for him. Uh, but it, it's, they're doing the whole heavy defenseman thing, even though Craig reported that their Turnier said a couple of the defensemen were banged up. Uh, we just didn't have too much extra context on that, and a couple of defensemen got brought up today yeah, as we'll, well. well. We'll get to that in a little bit, though. Um, the, the Dylan Gunther thing and him getting sent down, like, I think a lot of people, what people need to understand 
mm-hmm. is um yes he's good but i is like you want to take a look at you know what is best for his long-term development and if with the state of the coyotes roster right now it's actually it's like as deep as you can get for the for the personnel that we have um and you don't want to stick gunther in a space in which you're not making sure he gets the right minute the right amount of minutes and the right amount of um and the right kind of style of play you don't want to stick him around people that's not going to help him develop mm-hmm. that's why going to tucson i think is the is the best decision and i think you spend i think a, a significant chunk in tucson to become essentially like a soup like a pseudo superstar in tucson because he's really going to prove himself down there um and he's really going to you know be that guy be you know and really you know become great he's, he's good now but he's going to become great yeah, and, and it makes the top six more dangerous in Tucson. And Tucson is known, all right, full disclosure, ever since I started uh, covering both teams in 2018-2019, Tucson is pretty infamous for starting off their seasons hot. You'll have a struggle, a lot of mediocrity. Sometimes it tapers off and falls off. Sometimes you still squeak your way into the playoffs. Uh, I So do not be uh, too hyped when this team starts off very well. But when that success should maintain itself, that's when you should start getting some excitement because this top six should look pretty good. Travis Boyd also got waived. We'll touch on him in a second. So Boyd probably plays somewhere in the middle six there. Aku Ratu is coming off an, a really good season over in Europe. Dylan Gunther. Uh, Milos Kellerman was playing about a middle, middle six role there. Zach Sanford had a phenomenal training camp. Yanni Neek has a lot to prove. Uh, Nate. Smith is going to have some to prove. So you're already filling out your top nine there without mentioning without mentioning Josh Doan and uh, Colin Tyson and a couple other Tucson exclusive players down there. This is going to be a deeper roster. And then when these players start getting called up, so Boyd, I don't know if someone picks him up. They might, they might not. The Coyotes have a, a bit of a, of a buried penalty on, on their cap for that. But uh, when guys start getting called up, Tucson is going to have more than enough depth. And I think it's going to benefit them to, to maintain a little more success, knock on wood, unless 2018-19 repeats itself where Tucson has nobody left because they all got called up to the NHL roster. 100%. I totally agree with that. And I and I mean, the one thing I will say mm-hmm. is um, there's a major difference between that 2018-19 year and this year, and that is who is in charge. Not just that, the average age as well. This is a much younger team. Well, yeah, I'm talking about much injury. Well, mileage. Yeah, that that and also <laughs> that that and management, that and mm-hmm. management, big difference, right? Like, mm-hmm. so the Coyotes are have a higher chance of becoming healthier, so you don't have to worry about that. But also, too, the management knows they very well just on like are going to make the correct decisions not to suck Tucson dry to hinder development of all the people that are in Tucson for the reason of development. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, while I do completely agree the NHL team takes priority, when the NHL team is no longer in playoff contention, I think that that needs to, to flip. Because you want to build from within, Tucson's been a consistently good organization overall. I think they only really had like one or two truly bad years so far. I think one was uh, two. It was either two years ago. I'm 
everything's blending together. I am old at this point. Um, but because you want them to have that successful push, you want them to compete in the playoffs, you want these kids to know what it takes to win before they ever skate for your NHL team or before they solidify that full-time NHL roster. So in a scenario like this, where this team will not make the playoffs this year, as fun as it would be, but they're not going to make the playoffs when it comes down to crunch time, you could probably a couple of waiver claims or call up guys that Tucson doesn't necessarily need because Tucson's going to need their better players. Absolutely. And also one more thing, and I'll add on this um, uh, before we talk about get get even more into the show is mm -hmm. I feel like this overall, this setup is going to really help Tucson in the long run when it comes getting close to the Calder Cup playoffs, because this is a team that's very well set to actually potentially make a run in the Calder Cup playoffs. You can add a little bit more black aces that are that they probably have set up um, pre set up that they know it's going to happen in the Coyotes roster. And boom, you got a nice solid team that can make a deep run in the Calder Cup playoffs. I'm mm -hmm. not saying it's going to happen, but it's but they've got the tools for it to happen. Yeah, the tools are there now. Whether or not they make that run this year, who knows? But they have a much much better more complete roster, and that's not even accounting for the extra players that they have signed and what impact they may or may not have this season. Absolutely. Let, let, that's enough with Gunther, though. I know we're, you know, we, we do got to get to an ad break in a little bit, but I do want to get your thoughts on Maximilian Super getting Zuba. sent top four, to Top four Tucson. spot in Tucson. That's like, it. <laughs> I, I don't, like, I don't like. I'm pretty. I don't think we can underestimate the excitement. Like everyone, because like you said it. I think everyone was under the impression that this kid was going to get loaned back to Europe, right, to the DEL. Like that was for, 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 the for a while. Plan that was reported. Yeah, yeah the exactly. original plan was reported until Craig Morgan dropped a bomb on us last week. <laughs> it's like, well, no, it seems very likely he could actually spend the year in 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 Tucson, which is absolutely huge. And the fact that we're finally seeing it that is actually confirmed. Assigned mm -hmm. to the Tucson Roadrunners, I feel like that is another, like I said, another thing that's just going to uh, make things better. Yeah, this, again, it's, it's going to be fun. Anyways, that's it for for some of the uh, for the assignments. We're gonna got some call ups to talk about. We're gonna get to those in just a moment, but first, we're gonna take a quick break so we can hear from our sponsors on today's show. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps you keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your, for your number one ride or die, you'll always have the... Ex You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your parts are guaranteed to fit your vehicle every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home the win keep your ride or die alive with ebay motors or at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply ebay guarantee fit available only to u.s customers 
Let's continue this episode of Locked On Coyotes, Matthew, as uh, we go through the uh, the roster moves that has been going on as again as the uh, final rosters um, are due today when everyone is listening. Um, you know, set, the Coyotes sent down these kind of people to Tucson, yes, but and also waved some people also, but they also made some call ups for some interesting reasons. Um, we will get to that in a little bit. But mm-hmm. Michael Kesselring and Vladislav Koyachanik have been recalled from Tucson to the Coyotes. We know why, and let's get to it. Oh, well, yeah. So uh, as of right now, uh, we, we have to exclude Maverick Lamarillo. There's only five defensemen uh, for Tucson that have NA, NHL contracts, have Coyotes contracts, which would now put Kesselring, Koyachanik, Soderstrom, uh, Dermot, Mosier, Valimaki, Stetcher, Brown, Dursey, and Dumba all on the roster, giving us 10 defensemen. But like Craig Morgan reported, Turnier said a couple defensemen were banged up, assuming this has something to do with it. Craig Morgan did uh, quote tweet this and add a slight bit of context. It's still a lot of defensemen. <laughs> They're still carrying too many extra defensemen with exactly 12 forwards. And I would imagine like, Sure, I guess one of these could be a paper transaction. I am still uh, a, a little surprised that Soderstrom is still technically on the roster because I, his name was not mentioned in any of these. The, the other people right. sent down were uh, Zach Sanford and then Ivan Prozvatov. It was cool to see Prozley hang on as long as he did, but uh, it, it's it, how banged up are they and which players specifically? Because I, I'm not seeing any of that context. I know it's not, there, there's no mention of it. And I'm trying to look at it. I just have a hard time, you know. I mean, we'll find in due time. They'll pro- they'll probably say something. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that again, that is that is a lot of defensemen to have, uh, especially since like what you everyone only really talks about like what your seventh defenseman, right? Your seventh because your seventh defenseman is your extra guy, mm-hmm. um, because you run with usually six. And for context, without these call-ups, they already have eight. Eight, exactly. Because Soderstrom has not officially been sent down, that they have announced. Yeah, but there's probably a chance that by the time you guys are listening to this, he's already have, or maybe mm-hmm. they just don't send him down, and he's part of the final, the opening night roster. Like, I... It's just so weird. This is... Uh, unlike, who wasn't playing last night? Uh, we, we, can, we can look this All up right. real quick. This is something that we do have to figure out, though. I fig like I have to imagine this mm-hmm. because as of right now, the you know you no know, outside those columns. I'm looking at cap friendly. The roster size is full, twenty three out of twenty three. Mm-hmm. There's going to be one or two more sundowns. There has to be to make up for the columns. See, so Soderstrom, Valimaki, Dursey, Dumba, Mosier, and Brown. So Stetcher didn't play. Uh, Dermot didn't play. I know Dermot was having Dermot. some injury issues, but he also he played two games earlier in the preseason, didn't he? I believe so. Because I, I don't know how to fact check that. But one. there's I probably, I, I mean, maybe there's still a chance that Dermot is 100% ready. So they're like, all right, well. It's just, it's just, it's so weird. Unless people also got banged up last night. And Which is I'd, a possibility. It's possible, and and I guess I wasn't fully looking for it, but the bench didn't look like it got it went down at all, and I didn't notice the 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 pairs get get messed up. So this is it's interesting, and I don't 
fully know what's going on. I wish we'd have a little more context. I wish we'd have like, hey, uh, such and such is day to day. Such and such is week to week. I wish we had just a little bit more information to go on here. And uh, unfortunately, they, they don't send me the, the uh, hey, hey, Matthew, you want to know what's going on? Travis Dermott, he hurt his toe. <laughs> I mean, even then, they don't even give us the info. That's just like, you know, it will just say X player is is a day to day with an upper body injury. Which means okay. he's missing his head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we all know the jokes about upper body, lower body injury. It's 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 hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll definitely have to take a closer look, and we'll probably update everyone on this show as we learn more what's going on. But we know two players have been called up, and that. But those if two those two players are called up, that's two players over the roster limit. So that means two players are also due to be sent down either by the morning you guys are listening to this, by um, immediately before the roster, final rosters do. There's got to be some information. We will get to that. We'll go to get to you when we can. And there is one more thing I want to point out because I know we're, we're, we're bumping up against the clock here, Matthew. Mm-hmm. A, player's, a player that's name that was not mentioned on any call-ups or, or in terms of, or, or any reassignments or anything his name is still on the cap friendly and listed as status nhl is third goaltender anson thornton it, it is interesting because who because ingy wasn't the listed backup last night it was prosy that that uh that that was there as just a backup, so it's. I I I don't know. I've heard literally nothing. I I've heard literally nothing on that front. But that is interesting. I would have to imagine that they don't want to send him to Tucson because nope. uh, Volalta is supposed to be the insurance behind Prozy. So what <coughs> likely is is happening? Just logical again. No, they're finding no a team to loan him to. Yeah, they're talking ECHL teams, maybe even. Uh, one of the independent AHL teams like the Chicago Wolves and saying, hey, uh, do you need a goalie and working out a deal with with getting Anson Thornton some time? That would seem to make sense, right? Yeah, logically. Again, again, Craig Morgan is not in my ear. Hey, Matt, here's what's going on. I I, I am flying blind here like the rest of you. But that is interesting. I noticed that, that I didn't see his name on there. I noticed Prosvitov, but they also, theoretically, they got 12 forwards, Technically, I think it's 11 defensemen and three goalies. They would be above the 23-player limit unless someone goes on IR. Because I think IR goes against your cap, but not your roster limit. Correct. Unless... Yes, unless it's LTIR, I believe. Yeah, LTIR is the only one that doesn't. That's the thing we don't want. Yeah. But then again, this team is has no problems with the cap, so they would literally just, as they've done the entire time, put people on regular IR and just, there you go. 100%. There's definitely going to be a lot of, uh, you know, you know, a lot of taking a look because there has to, you know, we have to, figure it all out and we'll figure and we'll definitely look into everything for you guys as we just take a look because there's definitely something to be had here there's something going on there's a little something absolutely any final thoughts before we close things off 
thank you, uh, Robin, Locked On, Adrian, and everyone for my one and only opportunity to uh, to be credential media for hockey. Oh, you'll you'll be back. Nope, I'm retiring. Nope. <laughs> this is, this is my last. It's my last day on Locked On. I want to officially announce it. I'm springing it on Robin nope. too. No, 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 Matthew, like, like the lyrics in Hotel California, you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Oh, oh, okay. You want to see, you want to see me leave? All right. See me leave. Oh no. Okay. He's gone. Anyways, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple, Google, Spotify, on YouTube, on the SiriusXM radio app, and ad-free on Amazon Music. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash locked on coyotes on uh, Twitter or X as we all know it now. One X. At, at L O underscore coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matt Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. Interact with us, ask the question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Howl on.